You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Here is the number 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. We have a lot of things to uh, to get to. Matt Gates uh, threatening to... Uh, uh, boot Kevin McCarthy unless he does something about impeachment. And I'm going to tell you, I 1,000% agree with Kevin McCarthy. Or not with Kevin McCarthy, but with Matt Gates. Uh, you know, bleep or get off the pot, as it were. Uh, Donald Trump was impeached twice. We now know that the first one, uh, it was created out of whole cloth. There was nothing there. It was created from a phone call with the then president of Ukraine and all Donald Trump said was, hey, man, there's a lot of corruption. Why don't you look into it? And uh, by the way, there was because Joe Biden's son, Hunter, was working for Burisma, a gas company. He'd been hired by the gas company to get Joe Biden to stop all the government investigation of all the corruption you see. And Joe and Hunter ended up getting $10 million apiece. And Hunter got paid a million dollars a year for being on the board. And Donald Trump was just calling about that. So they created an impeachment to distract from the real corruption, which is Joe Biden. There was no grounds for impeachment there. There was no grounds for impeachment the second time when he left office. The January 6th kangaroo court uh, proved they couldn't find the evidence, even when they were allowed to go through all of the videotapes, selectively edit them, uh, selectively choose witnesses, and then destroy all the evidence when it didn't result anything. We've got plenty of evidence to impeach Joe Biden and remove him from office. We've got plenty of evidence to put Hunter Biden in jail for the rest of his stinking life. And presumably, if we can bring impeachment charges, all of this collusion, the federal government, the DOJ, with the Biden administration, with the deep state will be uncovered. And hopefully, that will shed light on the racketeering, corruption, and conspiracy of these Democrat AGs and DAs indicting Donald Trump all at precisely the same time to interfere with the election. So Matt Gates is going to play hardball. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to play hardball. Uh, You know, of course, they're extreme, right? Aren't they extreme? They never say that Mitt Romney's extreme. You know, they never say that uh, that, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell is extreme. You know, if he's lucky, he'll get like, I think he's breathing at this point. But uh, that's coming up here. This is a, uh, this is a, oh, oh, this is kind of funny. Kind of a little bit too late, too little too late. Corinne Jean-Pierre insisted uh, Tuesday that Joe Biden still is planning on visiting East Palestine. What, what a pointless, what a pointless thing to say. Honestly, what a, what a completely pointless thing to say after ignoring East Palestine for so long. Joe Biden only responds when it starts polling badly. Joe Biden didn't admit he had a seventh grandchild until it started polling badly and Democrats started to say, hey, man, this is really bad because uh, you got a little girl down here in Arkansas and through no fault of her own, Hunter Biden impregnated her mom who made some pretty bad life choices. And Joe Biden and, uh, and the lovely Jill Biden, who's a, who's a doctor and a great teacher and a caring individual, you know, how could you say anything bad about them? 
But anyway, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, insisted that Joe Biden uh, plan to visit the town of East Palestine, Ohio, despite the more than seven months passing since the railway disaster. The uh, <laughs> the president is going to go to East Palestine. I don't have the time or date to announce at this time, but he will go, Corinne Jean-Pierre added. Residents of uh, East Palestine said the only difference between East Palestine and a hurricane is the hurricane never uh, left uh, from above us. Uh, it's, it's still there seven months later. It's just invisible. You can't see the homes that it destroyed that are full of chemicals that people can't live in. You know, at this point, I think it's pointless to come. And, and I, uh, I would say that, actually, I would have said that the day after the train accident. Because, you know, it's Joe Biden. GLP voters, uh, uh, broad support for Trump holds. This is interesting. Less than half seriously worried criminal charges will harm his 2024 chances. This is according to CNN. It's going to be quoted from CNN in case you wanted to know. Uh, President Donald Trump continues to hold what he has proven to be an unshakable position atop the Republican field of candidates vying to take on President Joe Biden. Joe Biden won't be the candidate. That's what I'm sticking with. I'm sticking with it. I could be proven wrong. It, it, there is possible. It's possible. But, uh, you know, mm. I just don't see how that's happening. 52% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independent voters support him compared to 18% for Ron DeSantis. Four in ten in the uh, potential GOP primary electorate say they definitely decided to support him for the nomination. 43% are definite Trump supporters. 20% are firmly behind another candidate. Uh, 37% have no first choice or say they would change their minds. So there's a little bit of that going on. Uh, a, minor, a, a minority, 44% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independents say they are seriously concerned about the criminal charges uh, he faces will negatively affect his ability to win the 2024 nomination if he becomes the Republican nominee. See, this is why impeachment is uh, very, 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 very important right now. Because uh, it's going to, I believe, uh, put the kibosh on some of this, this election interference. It'll expose the uh, web of deceit and lies and abuse of the justice system by Merrick Garland, Chris Ray, Joe Biden, and others. That's why the impeachment has to happen. Of course, uh, you know, Democrats are going to deny this until the ends of the earth, but the American people get it. I've got this here. Hold on a second. I was digging through some uh, prep that I've saved. 63% of Americans believe Trump-Russia smear was a hit job against Trump. Majority want FBI to be criminally prosecuted for their actions. Here's another one. Um, most registered voters think uh, President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden partook in an illegal influence peddling scheme when he was the vice president. Yeah. That's from a couple of weeks ago. I, mean, I say these things just to kind of give you a, an idea of when the media, you know, moves on, tries to make it look like everything's cool, that what you believe is not true, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. MGG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the only uh, people in Congress with the only GOP members of Congress with balls, and she wasn't born with them, as I like to say says she will not vote to fund the government through its an appropriations bill until an immediate impeachment inquiry is opened into President uh, Joe Biden. Now, you may just recall the, uh, the Congress a few months ago codified the massive increases in spending brought on by the COVID emergency. And so we went from, what, about a $5 trillion budget to a $6.5, $7 trillion budget, and that was codified. And here they are a couple months later uh, uh, complaining, I'll just say complaining, 
that uh, there could be a government shutdown. After everything that we've been through, after everything they put us through, after all of the inflation and all of the spending and all of the green energy promises that were lies, and all the infrastructure promises that were lies, and the Inflation Reduction Act that was a lie, after all of that, they're going to go back to the old playbook. Oh boy, they're going to shut down the government. They're going to ruin everybody. Everybody's going to die. Well, you know what the American people are saying? Shut down the government. Who gives a rat's behind? Who cares? You got a government that doesn't care enough to help out the people of, of Maui, to give the people of Maui a $700 check for each household while they put up their FEMA agents 45 minutes away in five-star resorts? The same government that didn't give a crap about the people of East Palestine? The same government that doesn't give a crap that the American people are, are not af- able to afford to buy groceries and heat their homes? I, I've been saying this for years. When I was in D.C., I remember watching the government shutdown. Barack Obama, the uh, the Democrats had planned on a shutdown, and they got their shutdown, and it lasted a couple days. And I remember they had thousands of road signs printed up all over the country uh, saying that the Republicans caused this shutdown. They even shut down the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. I'll never forget it. I was in D.C., and the Vietnam Veterans Memorial is a long wall of granite with names carved on it. I know because I've been there numerous times when friends of mine have scratched their father's names, etched their father's names into a piece of paper on it. I have. been there many, many times. And the government shut down, and Barack Obama hired more people to keep people from seeing the Vietnam Veterans Memorial than would have manned the memorial if it were open. And that's when I realized that this was nonsense. And, and that's when I realized that as you and I suffer, and you and I experience these uh, you know, 40-year highs of inflation and whatnot, and, and, and uh, our, our uh, increase in our cost of living goes through the ceiling, and our paychecks become more and more worthless, the government never stops growing. And amid all of our suffering, they literally made permit permanent a 25 30 percent increase in the federal government the size and scope of the federal government they're living high on the hog and they're going to do this again to us they're going to threaten to shut us down well you know what shut down shut the hell down shut down for a month i don't even care here's marjorie taylor Gaines talking about talking to john solomon about the things she needs to see before she decides to vote on a new budget. Well, I think the best place to deliver a message about how I will vote is not by doing it in a press release, not by doing it on my social media. It's talking directly to my constituents. And so at a town hall I had right in my hometown, I let my constituents know that I will not vote to fund the government until we achieve an impeachment inquiry, but also I will not fund a weaponized government against President Trump, pro-life protesters, parents trying to hold their school boards accountable. I will not fund more COVID insanity, COVID vaccines, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, all of these ruined American uh, Americans' lives and took away their freedoms. And I will not vote, and this has always been my stance, I will not vote to continue to slaughter people in Ukraine and to continue to fund the war in Ukraine. This has to stop. We need a peace resolution between those two countries. So those are my demands, not only for appropriations, but for any attempt, if we have to get there for a short term. 
Now, uh, in case you didn't know, the latest request by Joe Biden for uh, military aid for Ukraine, uh, 20% of that request would completely rebuild the town of Lahaina on Maui. Everybody would get a home. Everybody could return to normal. All the businesses could be rebuilt for 20% of what we're sending to Ukraine. But you see, our federal government doesn't give a rat's behind about you and me. And it should be fairly obvious. And that's why I'm like, okay, you're going to threaten to shut down the government? Shut it down, man. I don't even care. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani last night talking to Rob Schmidt about uh, uh, what we have to do. And number one on the list is impeaching the criminal in the White House. And uh, the inevitable thing here is going, whether they like it or not, it's going to be impeachment. Uh, you're going to have to impeach him for the good of the Constitution. You know, even if it was politically wise not to, we can't have a precedent that a president can sell out a country the way he did. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and he has, and everybody knows it. And uh, and sooner or later, the uh, the wheels are coming off. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear what uh, Greg Kelly said. He said that uh, uh, something big is coming before October the 31st that will end Joe Biden's candidacy, if not his presidency. Um, and uh, and I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it to 2024. Uh, let's go to Claude and our man. I tell you what, let's hold on to Claude. I don't want to go to a caller right now. I'll be cutting him off too soon. Uh, Claude, you hold on. You'll be up next. Uh, 800-922-6680. Matt Gates threatening to uh, force Kevin McCarthy out. We got that. And a Washington Post columnist embarrasses himself by ignoring corruption as a reporter. That's all coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, I've got some audio from the diarrhea flight. Did you hear about that? You know, I was thinking, why would you turn a flight around to Barcelona if somebody had uh, diarrhea? And then I, uh, then I read the story, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, good idea. That was, a, that was a good choice by the pilot, and I'll explain <laughs> very shortly on the show. Oh, by the way, um, you know, uh, Donald Trump has been indicted for the fourth time. Newsmax is conducting an urgent national poll asking Americans if you, uh, if you think President Trump committed real crimes or this is just a political witch hunt. We want to know your opinion. And you can just do the uh, Newsmax poll. Just text the word event, E-V-E-N-T, event, to uh, 39747, 39747, event to 39747. We will share the results with Congress, the media, and on Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you very much. Text the word event to 39747. Uh, Matt Gates is threatening to try and force Kevin McCarthy out as speaker if he stands in the way of impeaching Biden. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is... Um, He wants to cling to the old guard GOP. He wants to cling to the Mitt Romney old guard GOP. He wants to cling to the Mitch McConnell old guard, uh, old guard GOP. But he also recognizes that if he completely beds down with them, his career is over. Well, I'm telling you right now, Kevin, that uh, considering the ungodly amount of evidence that this president is corrupt, and, and it is, honestly, it, it's, it's beyond absurd to think that there is not evidence. Uh, when the mainstream media thought there was plenty of evidence to impeach Donald Trump twice for nonsense that he was cleared of, Joe Biden isn't going to be, uh, he isn't going to be exonerated because there are 
hundreds of bank records. Uh, there are 4,500 emails with him using fake names in government documents, sharing classified materials with family members, among other things. Millions of dollars in money going into Biden family accounts tax-free. Kevin his stuff to get to be done. Matt Gates says that lawmakers will soon force a vote on impeaching President Joe Biden. Warned Kevin McCarthy could face the consequences if he tried to stop him. Uh, McCarthy may not have the job long if he stands in the way of pushing for a congressional trial into Biden's links to his son, Hunter Biden's foreign business deals. I'm telling you right now, the only thing that is preventing uh, the uh, attempted incarceration or worse uh, of Donald Trump is an impeachment of Joe Biden, which would shine light on all of this. I believe it would stop these indictments, which are clearly a conspiracy, which have been hatched in the White House. They've been hatched between the people who are the puppet masters of Joe Biden. And then the DAs have been dispatched to indict him just in time for the election. It is very clear that this is conspiracy to throw an election. And Kevin, you better do something about it or you're going to be gone. And I think uh, the American people kind of want you gone anyway. All right? And this is like last straw material. Would you vote for him? This is Jim Gossett, the softer side. If his name wasn't Kevin... Why not vote for Jim? Jordan's better than Kevin. Oh, God, I'd rather have Matt Gates for sure in there. Kept through the right of bone. His past he can't disown. He's a Paul Ryan Clove. That's Kevin. Never wears a baseball hat because of the rhino horn sticking out there. Jams went with Hakeem. Hakeem Jeffries. <laughs> wow. An election denier. Well, you can't do that in this country. It's seditious. He's their Marxist dream. A pathological liar. <laughs> Process run amok. Be careful, Jim. I guess it's just our luck. But we might might be stuck with Kevin. For now, anyway. For now, anyway. We've got uh, this, uh, and Rob Schmidt talked about it last night. Philip Bump is a, uh, a Washington Post writer, and he did a, uh, a podcast with uh, comedy seller owner Noam Dwork, Dorman. Dorman, never heard of the guy before. And uh, this is a Washington Post reporter, supposed to be like uh, one of the uh, pilots on the greatest, uh, you know, supposed journalistic machine of the 20th century, and he completely ignores Joe Biden's corruption. Uh, and this comedian embarrassed him. I've got audio from that coming up. Your phone calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
got a special guest joining us in one moment. Brigitte Gabriel will join us to talk about, uh, well, all of the uh, all of the nonsense uh, attacking our Judeo-Christian values, our freedoms and whatnot. That's in just a moment. Uh, headline, leading economist warns Americans to hunker down to save your pennies ahead of a possible recession. After it's emerged, households are spending $700 a more a month than they were two years ago. Yeah, $700 for a lot of people is rent. All right, and $700 if you're on a fixed income is impossible to overcome sometimes. And it is probably a good idea for you to take what you do have, maybe invest some of that in precious metals, because precious metals always have value. That's why they're called precious metals. And that's why they are historically uh, as lasting and effective as an investment as any are. And right now you can learn more about investing in precious metals and some of the nonsense that's happening with our, our banking system, including this move towards digital currency, which will essentially take away all of your assets on a, uh, a government whim for a number of reasons, could shut down your banking accounts. You're going to need something on hand. Uh, get the Secret War on Cash. It's this wonderful booklet from uh, Swiss America. They'll, they'll show you uh, what to do, uh, and they'll give you shed some light on the possibility of investing in precious metals and having it in case things really start to go south. So get your free copy by just calling or texting 800-289-2646, okay? 800-289-2646. Mention my name, Rob Carson. And uh, also, when you text it, just, just text my name, Rob Carson. And this is an all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency. It's growing every day. Learn about the secret war on cash and learn from a great company like Swiss America about investing in precious metals. Again, 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Mention Rob Carson or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates may apply. Brigitte, uh, Gabriel, how are you today? Hello, Rob. I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to be back with you. I, I'm glad to have you back on. My producer, Brian, and I were talking about whether or not we were putting money on whether you would breathe or not during the entire interview today. <laughs> so we weren't, we weren't sure because sometimes you get, a little, you get a little riled up. Are you a little riled up today, Brigitte? I'm always riled up. I'm always excited. I live in the United States of America, the yes. greatest country on the face of the planet. How can I not be riled up and excited? I swear, and there's so much uh, BS going on. You've got four indictments of Donald Trump all happening at the same time, uh, which I consider to be conspiracy and collusion. What are your thoughts on this persecution of Donald Trump all coming down in an election year while ignoring the uh, mountains of evidence showing that Joe Biden is a, a shill for our enemies. Look, the left has an agenda, and in order for them to implement their agenda, they have to remove Donald Trump completely, if they can, out of the face of the planet. And that's why they are going after him. They do not want him on the ballot. They do not want him as president. I mean, I even heard yesterday that some states are even considering not putting his name on the ballot. Uh, I, you know, I was watching an interview with George Stephanopoulos the other day talking about he is shocked that Biden and Trump are tied. He is shocked. But the left is so out of touch in reality. And what they are doing to President Donald J. Trump is basically empowering his position with their attacks. Because right now, the American public, even those who are at the center, even those who used to identify as Democrats, are saying, 
you know what? I do not know if I'm comfortable with this. I mean, we are going after our, you know, political opponents. I'm not sure if this is the country uh, I want to live in. I do not want to become a third world country. And even they are uncomfortable with it. So this is nothing more than a witch hunt. God bless this president. I do not know how he does it under all the pressure that he is in. But that's their end goal. They want to eliminate Donald Trump from anything political in this nation. Now, Bridget, I, I, you, went, uh, you have a, a, you know, a, a very difficult story in your life. Uh, you went through a lot of political persecution yourself. And when you see something like this, uh, after coming to the United States and thinking you'd put that behind you, what is this? How does this impact you personally when you see the, uh, the DOJ, the FBI weaponized against a class of people and a man who's running for office? Look, for any immigrant like me who came to this country legally, with emphasis on legally, because we crossed oceans, we worked so hard to get here because we wanted to escape corruption in our homelands. Look, the, the majority of the uh, rest of the world, when you look at leaders, their leaders are corrupt, especially when you, you know, I, you know, you can isolate the developed countries, but you can look at the three quarters of the rest of the world. Anybody that came to the United States escaped persecution, escaped corruption. The leaders get richer while the people remain poor. That's why people come to America for opportunity, because they know the sky is the limit because of the laws that we have, because of the protection that we have, because of the rights that we have. And we are seeing those rights being eroded in front of our very eyes. I never thought, Rob, in my entire life that in America, the country that I aspire to immigrate to, all my life living of the bomb shelter. You know, I immigrated from Lebanon. I never thought that in America we are going to see political, powerful presidents trying to eliminate their competition, trying to eliminate their competitors, or government agencies going after either silencing, attacking, or persecuting average citizens trying to put fear in their heart so they don't speak up, so they do not protest or speak up against the corruption that they see. You always think of these things happening in Venezuela, in Zimbabwe, in Mozambique, in Lebanon, in Egypt. You do not think this is going to happen in America. And yeah. by the way, one important thing I want to make sure I bring up in this interview, Rob, um, the, a decision talking about how the left is trying to uh, transform our country. There's a major decision that's going to be happening in Congress within this week or next week. The senators are coming back, and they're going to vote on the confirmation of General Brown to supposedly lead our military. He is going to replace Millie. And we know that Millie is very woke. We know that our military is going very woke. But this general that the Senate wants to confirm uh, when they get back from recess, which they got back this week, is so woke that he believes that um, the military needs to change. He is actively engaged in diversity, equity, and inclusion, race-based quotas to cut the 80% white officers including 86% white male pilot to a minority of 43% purging trained, skilled warriors from our ranks. Yeah. We cannot allow the Senate and Biden administration to destroy our ability to defend our country and our families. So we want people to go to our website, actforamerica.org, 
actforamerica.org. We have an Action Alert Act Now campaign on the front of the page to contact their senators to stop the confirmation of General Brown. We made it very easy. We have an email prepared for you. We have social media posts prepared for you. We give you their phone numbers, the senators you need to contact, even with a script of what to say to them. Please go to actforamerica.org right now and take action to stop the confirmation of General Brown. You know, they uh, just created a new ad because the uh, the military came up with a woke ad about a woman and her, her two moms and all of this crap, and they saw their recruitment drop dramatically. They uh, they did introduce a new ad that I shared on my TV show last week that, that uh, actually features, uh, it looks like, cisgendered males uh, ready to do battle, and yet they're going to try and, and bring in this woke uh, moron, even though uh, wokeism has effectively destroyed recruitment. They're going to try it anyway. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, is this about just making America not ready to fight against a very, very uh, cruel world that wants to kill us and take our property? Yes, it is a part of weakening and transforming the United States of America. And, and you know, Rob, 10 years ago, if you would have talked to somebody about, you know, these type of issues, they would have said, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. This can never happen in America. Our military is the strongest military in the world. Do you know that in the last 10 years, we lost the assimilation? You know, we do simulation practices with different countries. We lost to China 10 times in the last 10 years. Most Americans don't know that. And why are we losing? Because of this whole nonsense of diversity and inclusion. Because, like, for example, this, this General Brown believes diversity and inclusion are the key to success of any organization. So he's, he wants to take the military, which, by the way, he was nominated to lead the Air Force four years ago. And he has already four years failed leadership as an Air Force chief of staff. Under his tenure, the Air Force's military strength has descended from marginal in 2021 to weak in 2022 and to the lowest rank of very weak in 2023 in the history of the Air Force. So now they want to put them in charge of our entire military with all the branches. This is nonsense. We are on the brink of World War III between our entanglements with the Russia-Ukraine conflict, and now Taiwan is on the brink of war with China. So we need to stop this confirmation. This is urgent. We need people to go to actforamerica.org. Right now, take action on the homepage, Stop the Confirmation of General Brown. Now, let me ask you this, uh, Brigitte uh, Gabriel. Uh, you, you wrote the book, uh, Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and, and Freedom. Do you feel that the, the American people are experiencing an awakening right now? Because I do. I, I, uh, I mentioned that Donald Trump's mugshot brought together the hood and the trailer park to support Donald Trump. And, and as much as the Democrat Party has made Donald Trump into the man to fight against, uh, now, by that mugshot, shot by these indictments, they've turned the government into the man, and Donald Trump is one of us. Uh, what do you think about this spiritual awakening, or at least the uh, awakening of patriotism that's happening in America right now? Uh, people are waking up all over the country. And look, when I wrote my book, Rise, in defense of Judeo-Christian values and freedom, the book is purely political. This is not, it has absolutely nothing religious. 
The book was written to show people that Western civilization was founded on Judeo-Christian values and principles. That's where we have our freedom. And do you know that when the book came out, nobody wanted to talk about it because everybody was afraid to touch it. Now we are realizing, especially after what happened to President Donald Trump, the country is waking up and realizing it is us versus them. This is not the Democratic Party that you think about the Kennedy Democrats. This is the radical leftist Marxist socialist who want to transform America. It's between them and us, the people who believe in law and order. We believe in secure borders. We believe in police protecting our communities. We believe if we need to call 911 at 2 o'clock in the morning when somebody's trying to break into our house, we expect a police officer to show up in five minutes. Not some therapist talking to us on the line, you know, to emotionally be able to reach out to whatever someone's trying to break into our house. So the country is waking up nationwide. We are seeing this nationwide. And we can see it through the sign-ups to our organization. You know, I run the largest national security grassroots organization. And we see so many people signing up at actforamerica.org to receive our emails and action alerts or to take action and all our Act Now campaigns, or to start chapters in their community. Uh, nationwide, people are organizing because we are realizing we're going to lose our country unless we bond and come together. Otherwise, we're going to be broken separately, and we cannot allow that to happen. Gabriel, it is always a pleasure to get you on, and I appreciate you giving us the information about General Brown's confirmation hearings next week. Go to actforamerica.org. By the way, Brian, my producer, uh, I heard her breathe at least twice. You owe me five bucks. Just wanted to tell you that. Brigitte, honestly. I get a lot of information out in a very limited amount of time. You are one of my faves, 1,000%. God bless you. Thanks for what you're doing. We appreciate it. You're leading the way, and America's going to win. I feel absolutely positive that America's going to become better because of all of this. Thanks for shedding the light on it. Amen. All right. Have a glorious glorious rest of your week. Actforamerica.org. This is The Rob Carson Show. ForAmerica.org, General Brown is the uh, the person they are attempting to replace uh, uh, Millie with, and he's uh, as woke or worse. And uh, Brigitte Gabriel has said that you should uh, learn about this. Uh, our our military can't take more woke, to be quite honest, and that they would uh, they would uh, uh, posit, or I should say. Uh, bring someone in who's worse uh, gives you an idea of what uh, what they have in mind for our, our military. Uh, we already know that woke uh, woke recruitment failed did a face plant. We also know that Joe Biden has uh, depleted our uh, our military munitions and whatnot with the war in Ukraine and uh, putting us in a very dangerous place, a very very dangerous place in a very dangerous world. So uh, Washington Post uh, Philip Bump. I didn't know Philip Bump, uh, to be quite honest. He's a Washington Post columnist, presuming a, a journalist, which, you know, he works for the Washington Post. How much uh, cred can you give him as a journalist? Anyway, he, he appeared on a, uh, a podcast with a comedy seller owner, Noam Dwarman. 
And after an hour of innocuous questions from Dwarman, Bump called the affair a setup and walked out. Because um, the evidence against Joe Biden is so gigantic right now with uh, these suspicious activity reports, LLCs that were created, tens of millions of dollars, uh, IRS whistleblowers, 1023 forms. I can go on and on and on. And that uh, this this person calls himself a journalist uh, and, and is ignoring all of these is, uh, is remarkable. And here is uh, Rob Schmidt introducing this little segment. I want you to listen to Mr. Bump, a guy who, uh, you know, walks in the shadow of Woodward and Bernstein. Uh, they were also charlatans, by the way, uh, and, and says that uh, and ignores real corruption in the government, uh, even though he has the First Amendment. Columnist Philip Bump handles the Post's coverage of the Biden bribery scandal, which is effectively an in-kind contribution to Biden's reelection campaign. Bump was invited on a podcast with the yeah. CEO of the Comedy Cellar, so not exactly a threatening environment no, really, for no. this Post columnist. But no. somehow, Philip Bump got smoked by a guy named <laughs> Noam Dwarman, who simply laid out the massive pile of evidence of corruption that people like Philip Bump are just simply refusing to yeah. acknowledge. In essence, the question is, and the, and the idea that's being propagated by Republicans is, that Joe Biden was involved in this to a significant extent, well, yeah. and and they believe benefited financially from these businesses. Yeah, because of all the you know the suspicious activity reports and the millions of dollars coming in. Although they have as of yet been unable to prove any such. Uh, you're full of crap. Burisma is the only thing. Oh. that the Republicans would be able to hang their hat on. What do you take from the text message to his adult daughter? Uh, hundreds of text messages. I had to give fifty percent of my income to Pop. I have no idea what that means. Wow. I don't. I have wow. no idea what that means. Yeah, but you say there's no evidence, no evidence. But then there's a text message where he says, "I give Pop fifty percent of my money." That's that's evidence. Okay. Well, what? Do you, okay, fine, fine. So it's evidence. I appreciate you having me. Wow, uh, unbelievable. Uh, here is a little bit more of a uh, bump. And this is Rob Schmidt uh, talking about Ukraine. Ukraine should be enough to end the Biden presidency. Philip Bump says on Biden corruption, the only thing Republicans can hang their hat on is barisma. Yeah. And he says it in such a, a lackadaisical manner, as if it's such an innocuous detail that the founder of a corrupt energy company paid the vice president's son a million dollars a year and alleges that he paid the vice president himself a $5 million bribe. Who cares about that? says a Washington Post column. We really do uh, have a, and you know, you hear it time and time again, we have a corrupt media. And what's really shameful about it, and this starts in uh, journalism school, obviously, and the indoctrination of, uh, of journalism, is uh, that you've, you've got kids who don't understand and appreciate the First Amendment of the United States. The First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States is the most important piece of legislation in itself in world history, allowing us to associate, uh, to challenge uh, governments, to uh, assemble together. Together, uh, to uh, to uh, go to religious services, etc. That's what made us into what we are. That's what dragged us out of the Middle Ages, riding in buggies to uh, you know playing golf on the moon 50 years ago. The First Amendment backed up by the Second Amendment, and this buffoon doesn't understand history, and he'd rather bed down with the Democrat Party. It's shameful. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
And this would be the last hour of the Rob Carson Show on this already the 6th of September. Can you believe that? I know, I know. Uh, NFL football kicks off tomorrow night for me anyway. I'd be watching the uh, Chiefs game. Chilling with the fam. That's something to look forward to, right? American football. No anthem kneelers this year. No Black Lives Matter on helmets. All that idiocy that they did a few years ago. And they better not do it again because uh, our patients are thin. Uh, real quick, retailers in America now turning to fogging machines to deter thieves. This is actually a pretty good idea. I saw this. I was like, what? Really? I thought they this desperate. You can't have a firearm behind the register. You'd use a fog machine. Well, in cities that are stupid enough to uh, to uh, ban uh, firearms and to uh, uh, make concealed carry incredibly difficult, this is an alternative. Density USA is a company based in St. Louis, Missouri, done business with stores and homeowners in Europe and Australia. Uh, the density foggers are connected to existing alarm systems. When activated, trigger a thick fog that fills the room in a matter of seconds. You can't see anything. You can't see, and you're thinking, oh, they could feel their way around or everything. You know, all those blind thieves out there, you guys won't be affected by this, of course. You know, all you, you blind cat burglars and whatnot and all that, you know. But anyway, the, uh, the, the density security fogger boasts a 97% effective rate against burglary compared to traditional alarm systems, only at 17% effective. The system can be troll, controlled uh, remotely, and the fog leaves no residue. I've I got to tell you, I think it's a great idea. And this, uh, you know, remember I told you on Friday I went to a 45-year-old bachelor's house, and, and he's still like a 26-year-old uh, guy living by himself, even though all these adults are there, you know, married couples. He has a fog machine in his house, so every time the chiefs score, he fills the basement with fog. Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, right? Maybe, maybe it's because he didn't want me stealing his memorabilia. I don't know. Not exactly sure what it is. I, I do want to get to the uh, diarrhea flight. I know that's a pretty big deal. Uh, and the actual cockpit audio. I've got it. I know, I know. You're, you're, you're shocked and amazed. Uh, but anyway, that's <laughs> coming up. If you want to go to uh, James in Albuquerque. James, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up, my friend? Hey, Rob. Uh, you know what? Joe Biden is retired. He's, he's retired. Obama's running the show. Well, come on. Let's uh, oh, yeah. be naive if they think he's not retired. But uh, you know who I'm sick of? I'm sick of these uh, Republicans. I called in January to your show, and I said uh, a lot of naive people think that the Republicans, when they these idiots they get the House, they're going to do something. Well, I said, no, they're not. They're a bunch of spineless individuals, the idiots that voted for him, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates. They all voted for him, and now they're bad-mouthing him. Yeah, um, they uh, never voted for him. I'm sick of these Republicans. They're do-nothing Republicans. Uh, McCarthy is not even a rhino. These people are not rhinos anymore. They're Democrats, period. Yeah. That's, what, that's what these people are. And we're sick of these people. We're sick of the Republicans. Yeah, we can badmouth the Democrats all day long. They're going to do what they're going to do. But the worthless individuals that we elect as Republicans and as so-called conservatives, they do absolutely nothing. They're weak, spineless, and I'm sick of all of them. Yeah, you know, you may recall, you may recall the Freedom Caucus. They uh, said that Kevin, you can become the Speaker of the House, but you're going to have to abide by all of these changes. And, and all of us were thinking, uh, you know, and I don't have them right in front of me right now. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but uh, they, they were promised all these things, and he would do whatever. And and now we've got him being tepid with regard to uh, impeachment. When we've we've James, we've never seen. Like the rest of them, they all lie. McCarthy is a liar. 
We got to, you know, Trump has said this. I'm fighting the Democrat Party and I'm fighting the rhinos. So we got to fight our party first and get rid of these idiots, which is going to be hard because a lot of stupid people out there, and that's the bottom line, they're stupid people that keep voting these same Republicans in there. It's unbelievable. Well, Jim, James, you know what? We're just tired of spine. Did you hear my uh, my new uh, GOP Rhino theme song? Have you heard that, James? Oh, I love here that. it is. Love here it is, right here. Hold on. Meow 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 of stupid people out here they won't get it well trust me uh the the rhinos in congress are a bunch of meow meows they probably have little litter boxes in their office i'll bet you kevin mccarthy has a litter box in his office <laughs> Strings. James, James, what the hell have they done on the purse strings? What, you, your big promises. You know, I'm, I'm tired of this too, James. I'm sick and damn tired of limp-wristed morons going into Washington, D.C. And, and, you know, playing by Marcus of Queensbury rules when you got an MMA fighter right across you. This is stupid and we're tired. I'll tell you what. Republicans, you and me, and, and when I talked about like Donald Trump getting arrested, the hood and the trailer park coming together, we are tired of these wusses going to Washington, D.C. while we suffer. We find every time, and I've heard this time and time again, for the last 30 years I've been doing radio, 30 years, Republicans go to Washington, D.C., they don't want to shake things up. They don't want to do, they don't want to shut down the government. They don't want to do this. Meanwhile, Democrats can do first after first, impeaching Donald Trump after he leaves office, bringing up uh, you know, fake impeachment at the beginning of his presidency, doing everything they can for years while he's in, in, uh, in the presidency, drumming up fake scandals and nonsense to stop his agenda. And, and Republicans are still wanting to play by those rules. As far as I'm concerned, I have no emotional or political connection to Kevin McCarthy. And as far as I'm concerned, if Kevin McCarthy doesn't get his stuff together, he's done, done, done to me, and he should be done to you, James. And I appreciate your your passion about this because I'm sick and damn tired of it, and I think everybody's tired of it. So many others, too. Josh Hawley, earlier, you had him uh, on a clip with Josh Hawley. Uh, Bipartisan? Are you kidding me? Bipartisan? There's no such thing anymore. The only ones that are bipartisan are the wusses, like you said, on our side. Yeah, it's, it's time for a fight. It is time for a fight. With uh, with those in control, you know, I mentioned yesterday that uh, you know Donald Trump destroyed the playbook of the GOP. He he did, and I use the analogy of Dead Poet Society. Robin Williams came in. These kids were being told to read out of this book. It made no sense. Uh, it eliminated all freedom of expression, all freedom of thought, etc. And Robin Williams said, "Here, take those pages out, tear them out of the book, throw them in the garbage." Well, uh, Kevin McCarthy and Mitt Romney—they're the old schoolmasters coming back in after Trump is out and saying, uh, "We want to return to that. Uh, go back to the GOP playbook." And James, the old GOP is dead. The old GOP, the old guard GOP, the uh, the uh, Saks Fifth Avenue shoppers, the country club Republicans, those who survived Ronald Reagan's presidency, they came back with a vengeance, and their names are Mitt Romney, and their names are Mitch McConnell, and the American people are done with their bleep. And it's time to get them to either do what the American people want or get the hell out of the way. James, I appreciate your phone call.
I, mean, I, I think you're tired of it, too. How many, how many times do you need to hear this? Every time. Every time. How many years have you seen Democrats in power disappoint? The last time I kind of remember Republicans doing something that had some balls, 1994. And that was uh, the, uh, the contract with America. That was Newt Gingrich. You know, he had one of those old school kind of, uh, you know, country club names. Newt. How many people named their kids Newt? And then he did the contract with America. And you know what he did? While Hillary Clinton and, and, and Bill Clinton were talking about socializing medicine and giving you an ID for government health care, uh, uh, he came in, uh, Newt Gingrich came into Congress, and he said, you got to do this, this, and this, and this. And uh, Bill Clinton had to move from the far left to the center, and he had to balance the budget. You may not remember this because many of you uh, Gen Zers weren't even alive. There was one year we got a surplus check from the government because we paid so much uh, to the to the federal coffers over what they were spending. I remember we got a check. I got a check from Minnesota. I got a check from uh, the Fed, and and uh, and so. Uh, uh, Newt was able to, to bring uh, Bill Clinton to the center after a disastrous loss in 1994 of both houses of Congress since the first time in, in 40 years the Democrat Party lost both houses of Congress. That was the last time. And, and we've got people in Congress who are the same, that glad hand one another. They want to be part of that inside club. They want to, go to, they want to, they want to be invited to parties and offices. They want, to, they want to be part of the in crowd. They want to make sure that their cronies are enriched just as much as they are. They want to make sure that when they leave office, they'll be taken care of. I can go on and on and on. But our, our, <laughs> we're at the end of our patience. The American people are at the end of their patience with regard to this federal government this federal government spending our money like, uh, and, you, and you know the spending is insane. And you know it's impacting you. And you see Congress again and again and again, new spending proposals, new money being thrown here, inflation growing through the ceiling, big pharma getting ungodly rich, locking you down, shutting down your businesses. We're done with it. So, Kevin, you better grow some, bro. I'm telling you, you'd better grow some or you will be out. And, and I, as far as I'm concerned, you better get impeachment. When, when we're back in session, you better get that impeachment ball rolling on day one. Day one. So uh, footage from the Barcelona-bound Delta flight was forced to return to Atlanta shows the aftermath of passengers' horrific bout of diarrhea that caused a biohazard issue. In my, uh, I don't fly a lot because I don't like to fly. And when I do, I'm uh, generally a white-knuckle flyer. Uh, I've, in, my, in my time flying... I've had some crazy crap happen. I had a guy who was off his schizophrenia medicine beat the snot out of another guy right before 9-11 and try to open up the, the door to the, to the craft in midair. And, and I had to uh, get a bunch of people together to keep the guy in his seat. Okay, and that happened. I had, a, I had a flight where I was sitting in the seat and this little boy drew me a drawing in front of me. I, I'm terrified of it. He handed it to me. It's a picture of a, a person in a parachute and an airplane nose down on fire. And I said, I said, what, what's going on here? Who's this in the parachute? He goes, that's me. And I said, well, where am I? And he goes, in the plane that's crashing. Okay, just weird stuff, right? I've never had anybody. I've never had anybody uh, apparently run to the front bathroom with a diarrheal emergency and, uh, and not make it and end up uh, uh, leaving it 
uh, up and down the aisle of the plane. Here's the pilot. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. So oh boy. They want us to come back to Atlanta. That is, uh, yeah, yeah. That's you know, I was kind of like. Uh, Really? So a little diarrhea. You know, I changed 10,000 diapers. You know, I, I've been through everything. I've stepped in every kind of feces. You have no idea. I grew up on a farm. I've shoveled BS. I've cut pig S, chicken S, goose S, rabbit S. I mean, every kind of S. And then I got into broadcasting and was in knee-deep in BS until today, actually, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I got to tell you, um, this, would be, uh, this would be cause for me to say, yeah, turn the sucker around. So they were delayed for hours. They went back. They, they landed the plane. Everybody got off, and they, uh, they, they scrubbed the jet, and they literally took up the carpet. Now, I think there's a strip of carpet there, or maybe the whole damn thing. But they took up the carpet on the plane, and then they got back on the plane. Because they tried some, uh, you know, like Febreze or whatever. And uh, Febreze, you know, I love me some Febreze, don't get me wrong. But uh, no amount of Febreze is going to uh, de-stink a, a tube of metal uh, flying at 450 miles an hour, 37,000 feet above the ground. So uh, the best bet was to uh, land the plane, and then apparently they got back on the plane, and everything was fine. There you go. I've been waiting all day to share that story with you. <laughs> all right, we've got much more coming up. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. A biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Yeah, you know, uh, remember when you were in first grade and one kid would puke, and then everybody would puke. Yeah, could you even imagine? I, I don't even think I could even imagine. Uh, and imagine how embarrassing it would be if you're the uh, you're the guy who had the explosive diarrhea on the airplane that caused the plane to turn back from Barcelona. Every year, the rest of your life at family reunions, the kids will be saying, hey, Uncle Joe, you remember that time you diarrheaed it all over the plane? Remember that? You ever notice that when you, get, uh, when you need to go, I don't want to get too into the potty humor, but you ever notice that when you need to go, really need to go, uh, the closer you get to the bathroom, you, the more you need to go? And that's the first time you realize that your brain is connected to your posterior. With Democrats, they know that every day. Every day they greet uh, uh, every day they greet the day knowing that their heads are up their rear ends. So it's completely different. Completely different. Completely. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go to uh, Randall in Pacific Grove calling the show today. Hello there, Randall. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Yeah. Um, just ask Lizzo about that. I, I oh, called because did Lizzo I, did Lizzo have diarrhea on a plane? I just you know about that brain connection, the two cerebral cortex or whatever. Okay, so okay. like All right. I, I'm calling because uh, there's this uh, uh, buzz going on on the cackling hens on the View and Joy Reid talking about just flat out preventing Donald Trump from being on the ballot. I want to hear from you what would prevent that from even being possible. Well, you know, I'm not a constitutional expert. I generally have experts on the Constitution to explain uh, its uh, its uh, intricacies. But I will tell you, they're trying to use the 14th Amendment and say that he was part of a an insurrection. Um, and this has already been, the AG in Arizona even gave up on this and said that it was not going to be able to be used. Uh, this will start a violent movement in the country. This will start hey, you know uh, fights in the street. I'm not, and I'm not screwing up. I'm not, I'm not, wait, let me finish, Randall. This they want to foment a fight. They want to get Republicans 
angry enough to uh, fight, to uh, even consider taking up arms so they can put it down. We need to be cool about it. But I'm going to tell you, uh, there is no freaking way that any state is going to allow uh, Donald Trump to be taken off of the ballot and the choice of Donald Trump to be taken off the ballot. They've already flown that trial balloon in Arizona. They tried to float in New Hampshire with this idiot named Corky. Hey, Corky, my name Corky. Uh, Corky, he, he's, he's floating it, I you too. And every single time they're being met with massive, massive opposition. And the women on The View, who ought to be talking about things like delightful summer salad recipe and who's having having sex with who in Hollywood, they decide they dip their absolutely uninformed toes into this. I wouldn't worry about a damn thing those morons are talking about or the people on MSNBC. They're going to try anything. This is the latest. Randall, this is the latest. The four indictments coming down at the same time are the biggest way that they are colluding and conspiring to keep him off the ballot or keep him from running. This is the latest fail-safe that they're offering. And it's not going to work because they, they are going to ignite something they can't stop. Yeah, well, see, uh, he hasn't been found guilty of an insurrection yet. Oh, number no. one. Number two, number two, all of the other big mouths uh, actually did make public uh, threats and did incite violence. And so, you know, they can't go anywhere with this case from what I've seen. But remember what I told you before about uh, what happens when you take, uh, uh, you know, the two women out of the uh, – out of the Flintstones. I mean, oh, Wilma Barney, and Betty. You no, know, when you take when you take Barney and Fred out of the Flintstones, you have the view. <laughs> no, I'd give I'd give Wilma and Betty more credit than that. Actually, yeah, I think yeah, right. I, I think let's, I would. Let's just get let's just get Chancellor Palpatine out, okay? The Sith Lord. Let's just get him out. <laughs> All right, Randall. Bye. See you, man. Uh, you know, honestly. I said before 2020 they were going to do some crazy crap. I said before 2022 they were going to do some crazy crap. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing compared to what the left is willing to do. They, they started a civil war. We're in the middle of it already. They, they, we are in the middle of a civil war. They are trying to destroy the country as founded. And they're trying to prevent the only person who can save it from running. Uh, this is as bad as it gets, and and we have to stop. Uh, we have to stop uh, playing along. We cannot just be means of taxation and production for the federal government. We need to say no, hell no. And the first thing we need to do is impeach the man who's in the White House and expose all of this. And then some AG or uh, or DA with balls needs to go after uh, Jack Smith and these other DAs who are colluding and conspiring to throw an election, which is a treasonous offense. It is a coup d'etat. Enough is enough. That's it. Let's take a break and come back for the last hour of the Rob Carson Show. Much to get to right ahead. Don't go anywhere. Karen Lake testified before the House Ad Hoc Committee on Oversight, Accountability, and Big Tech. And, uh, you know, you're being manipulated every single day. Every time you go to Google, the other day I just, somebody asked me, I said, uh, uh, hey, where do I donate to Donald Trump's campaign? 
and I and I Googled it, right? I Googled Donald Trump's campaign. Did you realize that his campaign doesn't show up first? Did you know that? I'm going to type it in here, see what a Donald Trump campaign. Um, but it sends you to another site that's raising money. Uh, this one. Uh, oh, well, today it, it actually went to it. The other day there were like three or four other things in front of it. Um, and uh, uh, that's they, they direct your everything you like. If you want to look up a Hillary Clinton server, or you want to look up, you know, do some research on uh, on corruption or whatever, Google commands your search. You have, you are going to end up with what Google wants to show you, not what you're looking for. That's just the way it is. If you haven't figured that out yet, then honestly, uh, you have no idea what's going on. I, I go duck, duck, go. I, I do other things, but you know, as far as Google, you have to know that they are going to send you down a path that supports leftism and Democrats and denigrates or defames the Democrat Republicans and, and censors conservatives. And there are reams of evidence and lawsuits showing that the federal government has been actively involved in censoring Americans, particularly the last three years. I'll just say at least seven for me. Here is uh, Kerry Lake yesterday talking about uh, uh, Google and its manipulation of anything you search for. Reported how Google's censorship and manipulation of search uh, results manipulate the outcome of elections. Google has a much bigger ability to decide who is running our country, running our states, running our, our cities than we the people do. They're part of the government truth squads these people who are sitting at the top of our government. And we know, uh, frankly, that at least one of them doesn't belong there. And I think everybody in this room knows that that election of 2022 was a fraud, a fraudulent election, and it was sabotaged. Now, when the uh, gubernatorial election in Arizona took place, I said if this election is allowed to stand, then it's over. And they let it stand. Uh, Katie Hobbs was the uh, the uh, Secretary of State. She was in control of the elections. <laughs> there were gigantic reports of election fraud in previous elections. She was supposed to fix it, and she never recused herself. And then Maricopa County happened, and here's Kerry Lake talking about, well, I'm not going to let this go because uh, it's never been looked at seriously. And again, if we allow this to happen again and again and again, then what the hell is even the point of voting? Uh, right? Right, you, you take away the judicial system, uh, you take away the ability to do business like they did with COVID, to uh, shut down business, couldn't go to church, you couldn't, what, what's next? Taking away the vote. There's Carrie Lake. They know who is showing up on election day. What I would really like to know from them is how many Arizonans got out of line because of the sabotage of election day, were 60% roughly, of voting polling locations had equipment that didn't work and lines were two and three and four and five, six hours. Yeah. How many Arizonans just walked out of line because they had children to pick up, perhaps at school or a little league practice to make, or they had to get home and make dinner for their families? Yeah. They have that data. It's out there. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were not able to vote because of the way our elections were run. Yeah, and you can't say anything about anything because it's declared disinformation or misinformation, and that's all because of the government being involved. Here's, uh, I, I don't have time to get on all of this today, but Jordan subpoenas uh, foreign dark money group over alleged censorship collusion with big tech. 
the uh, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, demanding that the organization provide details about its work with the federal government to censor opponents of the Biden administration. You know it happened. I know it happened. Happened to Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, you know, and they did. There were there were seventy three agencies involved in censoring conservative speech. They even had people who used to work for the FBI go work for Twitter to cover up Hunter Biden's laptop story, among other things. This is what we're dealing with. That's why trust is so important. And that's why the, the, the number of people you can, you can trust has is, is plummeted so dramatically. And, and, and why, look, say for instance, Newsmax. Newsmax ratings through the ceiling, through the absolute ceiling, because uh, people feel they can trust after being uh, essentially uh, uh, let down by Fox on a number of uh, a number of uh, <clears throat> uh, fronts, including uh, uh, 2020, you know, whatever you want to say about that, and then firing of Tucker Carlson, you know. Tucker Carlson, by the way, has a, a new video out. Now, I debated whether to talk about this because I, I try not to get into just salacious. Uh, I don't believe that Tucker Carlson would have this person on just to be salacious unless there's a possibility it impacts Barack Obama with regard to policy, with regard to whatever. But Tucker Carlson's latest uh, uh, video is a a man who says that he had uh, sexual relationships with Barack Obama. Now here is the uh, here's the promo, and and I got to tell you, props for uh, the the uh, interview that Tucker did a couple weeks ago. Had the uh, the, the interview with uh, Trump that got 260 million views, and yet the uh, Democrats are still saying that Donald Trump can't win the general. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, here's a, here's a little promo uh, from Tucker Carlson. Uh, this this guy who met Barack Obama, I guess. You're just a guy who's in '99 in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yes. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack two hundred and fifty dollars to pay for coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and yeah. mm-hmm. next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice, you had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Who's asking the obvious question, what was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional or that he's bisexual or like what is that? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. Yeah. Well, there you go. So that's the uh, the latest video. And, you know, it, it's it's less about, uh, you know, whatever the hell he decides to do in his, uh, in his spare time. Although, wow. Uh, <laughs> anybody who, you know, smoke crack... Just, just, just start with that. Just, just the whole crack smoking thing uh, has a void in their character and soul, uh, as white as the Grand Canyon. Uh, you know, sorry, there's that. And then, I don't know, a wife and two daughters. Although I think that might have been before the daughters. And you're, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. We, uh, you know, we are not, we are not led by the bre- best, the breast, the best and the brightest. I'll tell you that. Here is uh, Jim Gossett as Barack. <laughs> Well, Tucker Carlson just let it go. <laughs> if people hear from Larry up 
about me, it might hurt uh, my legacy. I ain't too proud to beg you. Beg you, Tucker. Please don't out me. Just let it go. Just let it go. I ain't too proud to plead, Tucker Carlson. Please say yes and don't say no. Uh, come on, Tucker. Oh, what do you say, pal, huh? Too bad I'm going to air it and let the folks <laughs> out there decide. For too long, the left has protected you ever since they somehow elected you. I ain't too proud to bet. <laughs> it's not working. I won't cancel that interview. Uh-uh. The last You can watch tomorrow night on Twitter. <laughs> That's dang, dang, Jim Gossett. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not patting my back. I'm, I'm reaching over my back to, to pat uh, Jim Gossett's back. Holy hell, that was uh, that was outstanding. Um, by the way, if you want to help out Jim Gossett, he's got a thing. It's called a Patreon page. P A T R E O N, and uh, and he raises money because you know it's it's very hard to be a content provider, let alone. A- Conservative content provider and comedian and whatnot. And if you want to help him out, you can do it there. Just look up Jim Gossett Comedy or uh, go to jimgossettcomedy.com. And uh, any of you has got a show coming up, he, he's in the Atlanta area and he does a lot of live show. And, and I've heard like the last few have been outstanding. Uh, and he, he plays all of the songs that he does for this show. Uh, that he did yesterday overnight threw it together and kaboom he, he did it again he did it again jim gossett um and i gotta tell you i worked with a lot of people writing comedy uh i worked with paul shanklin for the rush limbaugh program for many years um jim gossett was one of the funniest people i've ever met and he does it live on stage and and he's just uh, amazing we're very blessed to have him as a part of the show it's one of the reasons why the show is is growing uh, so dramatically Okay, so uh, listen. Do you believe that? Uh, do you really believe that Mitch McConnell is fine? If your dad were, uh, you know, eighty years old, eighty-one years old, and uh, you're at home, and uh, your dad just suddenly stops talking and looks off in the direction you can't get his attention or anything, and you go, "Dad, dad, 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 come here, dad, dad, dad," you'd go, "Okay, uh, call nine one one or get him in the car. We're going to the hospital." My mother had a stroke. Uh, she was 81. I think she may, maybe a couple years old, maybe 85. She had a stroke. They didn't recognize the symptoms of a stroke. It, and it, it wrecked her. It wrecked her for the last seven years of her life. Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell did that again. He did that twice. The second time, the staff actually kind of acted like they knew what was going on. They expected it. Now, would you want Mitch McConnell driving your kid's school bus? Would you want Mitch McConnell driving your Uber ride? No, of course you wouldn't. But Mitt Romney's ready to cover for him. He says that uh, Mitt Romney has expressed support for uh, Mitch McConnell. That's all I need to hear. Mitch McConnell supports, then I know that we've got to do the opposite. We may expect that Mitch McConnell will check out for 20 seconds a day, but the other 86,380 seconds of the day, he's done a pretty darn good job. It's like, you know, I kind of tell you that flight was perfect for the first three hours and 45 minutes, but that last uh, a minute and a half as we were plummeting to our deaths, uh, that really made it suck. But the rest of the flight was great. I mean, my God. This is John Thune of South Dakota, another rhino. Uh, He has my full support and the support of the conference. Yeah, he doesn't have the support of the American people, doofus. How about that? 
he sounds good to me. I'm all good with Mitch. Senator Lindsey Graham. Do you understand you under why uh, Mitt, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham gets booed when he's introduced to Trump rallies? Yeah, because the American people don't trust him. Because he's a swamp-dwelling insider. And, and he just plays to whatever audience is most friendly to him. I feel that he's fully prepared to connect, conduct his duties. Susan Collins of Maine. Listen to all these rhinos. All of these rhinos who are completely down with him. Rand Paul isn't. He said, I think it's an inadequate explanation to say this is dehydration. The one thing that is very clear is that when someone has a seizure, doesn't always show up on an EEG. My personal interaction has been fine. I think he's been up to the task. So this isn't a criticism of him or anything. It's a criticism of the way it's being handled publicly. This is uh, Megyn Kelly last night, and I made this point uh, weeks ago and have been. It's not about age when it comes to Mitch McConnell. It's not about age when it comes to Joe Biden because uh, Mick Jagger's 81, okay, all right? Uh, and uh, Mick, Mick Jagger is fine to be a rock star, all right? But this is about cognitive ability, and here is uh, Megyn Kelly uh, not mincing any words yesterday. of him. Uh, 73% of voters uh, say they feel Biden is too old to old. seek a second term. It's not That's about age. Unbelievable. Not 73%. Yep. Two thirds of Democrats say he's too old to run again. Not about age. That's amazing. Only 47% of voters say that Trump, who's 77 years old, he's only three and a half years behind Biden is too old to run again. So the age problem is not being held against Trump. I would say, you guys, this is proof that it's not an ageism problem. The voters are not ableist. They're not ageist. They're taking people on a case-by-case basis, and they see a vibrant man in Trump, and they see a near corpse. Forgive me, but it's true. And Joe Biden, Emily. Yeah. I think that's a great point. I hadn't even thought about it that way, because uh, that that is... Well, you should have been listening to my show a couple weeks ago, because I kind of said that then... There is that. All right, uh, let's take a break. Come back. Last segment of the show. I guarantee it'll be fun. This is The Rob Carson Show. Police in Austin, Texas are asking residents to call 311 if they become victimized by robbers as crime plagues the leftist-run city. There you go. Austin is becoming San Francisco. Congratulations, Austin. Good job, guys. Uh, did you ever, uh, did you get robbed on your way from the bank or ATM? Call 311 and make an online report. This is a message from the Austin Police Department. sent with an infographic on Friday. Even if you are cautious and follow all the safety advice, you may still become the unfortunate victim of a robbery. Do you know what your next step will be? Uh, Austin is facing a police officer shortage. As current and former officers cite hostility toward law enforcement, they uh, defunded their police to the tune of $150 million because they're idiots. They're leftist morons. And uh, if this were the only thing that the Democrat Party did wrong that wrecked the country, it would be enough to vote them out of office for decades. But unfortunately, their stupid is wide and deep. Defunding the police was the original stupid. That's why they can never be in control, because they voted for defunding the police. Uh, Did I mention that's stupid? Yeah, it was pretty stupid. It's pretty stupid. Uh, here is uh, last night Jason Johnson talking to uh, Rob Schmidt about Austin Tejas and what the left has done. We are, in fact, uh, since 2020, since the death of George Floyd. He is the uh, president of the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund, by the way. We've seen a mass exodus of law enforcement agencies across the country. Uh, according to the Police Executive Research Forum, 
immediately in the, in the aftermath of the George Floyd case, we saw resignations increase almost 50%, up 43%, and retirements up uh, about a quarter, 24%. And so it, it, this is really entirely related to uh, the professional esteem that law enforcement officers historically have had. They've been proud of the work that they do. Uh, vast majority of police officers do a very good and honorable job in service to their communities. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've just seen a sea change there. And it's very, very difficult to get young men and women to sign up uh, yeah. for law enforcement agencies at this time in our in our history. Yeah, it's happening across the country. Uh, small police departments being completely disbanded altogether. I just read this article from the AP. Uh, police departments, 521 U.S. towns and cities with populations 1,000 to 200,000 disbanded police between... Uh, 1972 and 2017, uh, uh, and then it's only accelerated. Uh, officer resignations up 47% now compared to 2019, the year before the pandemic, and George Floyd's uh, killing. Retirement's up 19%. And I wouldn't want to be a law enforcement agent right now. I wouldn't want to be in law enforcement. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my kids to be a law enforcement officer right now. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, depending on the municipality, but, uh, you know, that, look what they've done to the military. A lot of kids aren't signing up for the military either because they've uh, woke and feminized the military to the point that it's worthless. And you wouldn't want your kid going and uh, fighting for a country and being completely uh, uh, un, uh, un, uh, unable to, uh, to do the, the job at hand, the task at hand, which is to take on the, the despots of the world. This is part of this, the left-moving, uh, wayward uh, uh, direction of the, of the Democrat Party. It's what they've done. And, and you know, somebody sent me the <clears throat> quote from Napoleon, uh, never interrupt an enemy in the process of destroying himself. And, and that's how I feel about cities like Austin and San Francisco and Seattle and Portland. And, uh, you know, I can go on and Ferguson, Missouri and whatever. Uh, I used to think that it might take a civil war or separation for, you know, half the states to leave, half the states to, to, uh, to stay. And then the, the ones who were on the left would come streaming across the border. We don't need to do that because the left is killing America's Demo Democrat-run cities. And the people who voted for it should stay in those cities and endure it. Don't spread it across your crap across the country. You're the one who created it. And I say no help for those cities who became sanctuary cities like New York City. Uh, no help for those who, who, uh, who uh, uh, got rid of cash bail. All of this stuff. Defunded the police? Screw you. You're on your own. Yon, yon. That's it. Two words. Yon, yon. That's it. Let's take a break and wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. I greatly appreciate you joining. If you get a chance to check out the podcast with all the comedy, commentary, and guests, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. That's Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you. And until tomorrow, don't catch us stupid. I'll see you then.